Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Full Album Fridays. All right, KXFM brings you Full Album Fridays once a week where we journey through a new record from an artist's perspective. We've got the band Jungle on to talk about their third full-length, Loving in Stereo, which is out now. Josh Lloyd Watson of the band is here with us to talk to us about it. What's going on, man? I'm very excited to do this. I'm a huge fan of your band. Um, I love this album, and I love everything you've done for it. So, um, you know, I, I definitely am excited to dive in here. Can you start at the beginning and tell us a little bit, like if you guys were going for anything different or a new direction or a type of concept for this album? I know a couple of things were different, like you launched your own label and you had some featured vocalists on this record. So it seems like you you approach things a little bit differently. Just doing it for the fun of it, you know, not even making a jungle record. Like I think the best tunes come out, you know, if you, you're like, okay, you've got to make a jungle record. You're like, well, what, what is that, you know? I think jungle is is, is just, a name for the stuff that we make and we produce and which we write it's just it's just like a it's like a front facing name and i think that the more you think about that the more you kind of get lost in what it needs to be because you're like oh well maybe it's this and maybe it's that and maybe people like this maybe people like that i think you sort of have to scrap that idea and start working from a place of you know what do i love you know what, what sounds make me feel something like what emotions make me feel something and uh it's kind of just building it from there really yeah. How, how did the impact of having your own label affect it this time, if it if it did? Yeah, I think obviously, you know, working with um, our own label, which is essentially just ourselves, but, you know, the management team doing, <laughs> doing a good job um, on it from behind the scenes, you know, it's, it just takes the pressure off, you know, like you're not really working for a label, you're not really working to kind of try and impress another kind of entity, you sort of, it's on your back, you know, and I think we've always liked it that way, so... It's just, you know, we call the shots, we kind of make the decisions, there's no A&R, you know, like, I learned a lot of a friend of mine called Inflow, who was always like, you know, working on records and with other artists, and he was like, you know, you just need to deliver the record, you never, never let anyone into that space, that kind of chasm, you don't want to open that sort of, um, that space up for people to kind of, you know, tell you what they think too much, because I think you start then relying on other people's opinions of things. So, um... You know, we'll we'll go we'll go track by track ish. We don't have to do every single one since it's a little longer, but let's certainly start at the beginning, Josh. Tell us about Dry Your Tears and why you guys chose to make that the first track on the album. Um, you know, Dry Your Tears, I think, is, is one of the last things we kind of put on there. Is is was you know, the record was fully done, mastered, and like ready to go. We had another track called Rogue Lifestyle in the beginning, and that was sort of some hip hop beat, some sort of Jay Diller sort of cut, and um, it, it it sort of yeah it didn't really work so we were kind of you know thinking for ages well, what do we do for this intro and um kind of worked backwards really we had a song called don't you cry now which is on the japanese b-side um you know it's on the it's on the deluxe edition and there's this middle eight which is like dry your tears and it had drums and it was quite psyche and we took the drums off and we had these strings on there and it was kind of just worked out perfectly you know and then we kind of you know mixed it and played with it and, and pitched it with this with this tape to the right the right kind of to match the key of busy uh, no, busy um keep moving and um yeah it kind of worked <laughs> so it sounds like you intentionally had that flow at least key wise into keep moving which is track two like that was purposeful yeah we were originally you know a lot of the songs kind of moved kind of naturally into the next one and we always wanted to do that originally the the, the front of the record was the second half of the record so um and, and keep moving wasn't really on there and then 
you know, it was originally supposed to be fire talk about it, which is the second side of the vinyl, you know, it's like a, a restart, but um, keep moving. We still wanted to keep that, that natural flow of tracks into each other. So um, yeah, we kind of just kept it in the key. And then we, you know, we really love this crescendo sort of um, Scott Walker type effect, you know, it reminds me of um, that old school thing, a little bit kind of um, Sergeant Pepper's sort of Beatles era when the orchestra sort of just, go out of tune and it gets a bit kind of chaotic and a bit, and then it resolves to the, mm -hmm. um, the beginning of keep moving, which is like this really triumphant, like call to call to sort of arms really at this kind of like, you know, group vocal comes in, which is, is sort of like, um, the kind of sentiment of, of, of the record, you know, we open with dry your tears, which is a, it's almost like a subconscious musing on, um, you know, how, 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 you know, you, you've got to get through things and then it's like, it's okay. Pick yourself up. You know, it's like a spirit calling you, whether that's, you know, someone from the future, you know, some sort of family with distant family member or, or your subconscious just calling you to sort of wake up and get over it. And then the kind of the vigor of keep moving and the kind of high definition sort of vocals come in and, and then it kind of drops into keep moving, which in some ways, like, it's like a, it's almost like an archetypal jungle track, but sort of done with, a little bit of vigor and a little bit more more kind of snap than we 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 used to from us i suppose so it kind of just i really wanted the record to kind of start with a bit of a bang you know and it's like oh okay you know we're here we're here it's almost like the fanfare track it's the calling you know and then can you touch a little bit on the video for this song which um i mean you got you found like the best dancers i've ever seen the the choreo choreography for this video is so cool and the setting is so cool tell us about the vision for that yeah i mean we um did we work with these amazing dancers lucky because it was sort of during um just after covid but sort of during covid you know when you could start you know producing videos and stuff again and but there wasn't world tours going on so most of these dancers are usually on um on big tours with big name acts so you know there's some of the best best dancers in london and they were they're all friends they all work together really well and um you know we kind of took them and took them down to this um this sort of location for a week and we shot 14 videos and then keep moving is one of those videos and um yeah there's just an energy to it you know we wanted to link that in with the video and it, it starts in with dry your tears and that's like a one shot sort of vibe that you kind of wake up and it's like you don't know where you are and, and we go and meet mete who's our lead character and you know she's from casio and you're like well where are we you know it's kind of telling the story you know following these characters i like the idea it's almost like this Netflix series or something where we just like following these characters and getting emotionally attached to them as they, they kind of express themselves weirdly. And, and, and there's little threads of storylines and, and bits in there for people, but ultimately on the top layer of it, it's just, just them dancing to it. And, and when you get kind of choreo done, done well, it's, it's really addictive. You go on, you want to watch it multiple times. I don't know. It's like synchronized swimming to me, you know, when it, when it's good, it's, it's really addictive.
All right, cool. Well, again, Josh Lloyd Watson talking about Jungle's new record, Loving in Stereo, today on KXFM. Uh, let's fast forward through the record a little bit, Josh. So what, what, what would be a good track to go to next that kind of keeps us moving through it? Um, we've got All the Time, Romeo, Lifting You, Bonnie Hill. What do you think? Yeah, I can touch on All of the Time briefly, you know. All of the Time is an interesting okay. one because it sort of, sort of came out of a jam um, that we had. And, you know, we really wanted this sort of old school sound. We wanted to create a sort of sampled sound. You know, what, what, what would it be like if, you know, a band from the 60s or 70s had heard some sort of slightly a housier kind of garage rhythms but played them with these acoustic sounds, you know. And I think that we were kind of adamant that we wanted it to sound like a band from the past had heard future rhythms and then and, and applied that at the time. Um, so all of the time sort of came around like that and it's sort of the most upbeat kind of free flowing thing we, we sort of done one of our favorites and um, a great one live. So yeah, and that kind of leads us into to Romeo, which, you know, we wanted the record to open with a bang and then, you know, Romeo is like a little shift. It's a bit sort of a, a, a different space for jungle, you know, uh, we've been making hip hop beats cool. and, and making that sort of, um, those sort of style beats for, for ages, you know, it's almost like your bread and butter as producers, you know, you, you, you love Dilla, you love, you know, knowledge and, and, and all the beat makers and, and you've got so many of those cuts on your uh, hard drives and it's, it's sometimes hard to get them onto uh, records, you know, cause you need rappers to really kind of fulfill those musical ideas. Um, you know, repetitive, repetitive music sometimes doesn't work as well with like melodic vocals um, or like, you know, so I think that, you know, we met Baz in, in, in Coney Island in New York at Grace Day Ever Festival and uh, he came into the dressing room and he's like, oh, I love your music. And for us, it's just about that good energy and, 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 and connection. And I think that that's what the features were about on this record. They weren't they weren't supposed to be, you know, they weren't really like pre-planned, you know, it's not like we're looking for a big name to like boost us in a certain area. So we just kind of let it free flow like that.
steady climb, city crime infested Ten years so divine, my blessings I injected Hope into my lungs and spoke up things I once Thought was silly dreams, I walk you through the scene Jump on a jet and it's chartered, it's not Bad in the cycle, I don't even like it She dead it, I cannot be bothered to call Hope you see the light, darling, oh yes Running like four legs, then people fold They don't want no run-ins like bow legs, no Jumped out the circus like so late, curving My people got me, poppy, solid, sterling Still resolve, look at you, you like a cube of sugar In a pool of water, that you will dissolve Test so much to prove But nowhere with all, so you got nowhere at all No way out, either way it's all gon' play out It's all gon' play out Never seen this type of glow. Look at the seed I plan to grow. I think they need to add a feed, but it won't be the status quo. Plot twist, the plot twist. Let's talk about some progress and objectives. If you're talking about less than I'm, came a long way. I'm a project. Baby, this a rolling out of Timex. She climbed me like an Ibex and tied me. I came a long way. 2010, they tried to end me. Glad to see them bullets off. You're still here. You missed. You missed. 2020, Grammy nominated. Bet we going off. Admittedly, I know that don't make me, but it make the rest of you fonder Keep them all arm's length like the boy by CE Honda A Dawson, I'm flossing, I'm dripping, two commas Trying to find a real, nothing in my viewfinder Here you find them Still resolve, look at you, you like a cube of sugar In a pool of water, that you will dissolve Has so much to prove But nowhere with all, so you got nowhere at all And then if you were to go uh, into the next few songs, you know, Lifting You, Bonnie Hill, Fire, kind of talk about the flow of, uh, of those three, where we go next. Yeah, I mean, um, Lifting You is, is, is the one that I think comes up to Romeo. Yeah, it's, it's like a, I remember having this beat lying around for a long time and not really knowing what to do with it. And I sent it out to a few people and then I was kind of like, oh, you know what, we're just going to write a song over it. And, and Lifting You came out. Um, it's sort of a, it's more of a kind of, it, it takes us away from the kind of played bass and onto the sort of Moog synth bass, which, which has kind of got this almost Caetronada feel to it, but it's a little bit more acoustic than that. Um, yeah, it's just got a good feeling. And then that leads us into Bonnie Hill, which is probably one of the oldest tracks on the record in terms of, you know, I think it was written, it was sitting around that idea beat wise, been sitting around since the second album. So, yeah, we've just been, um, just keeps popping his head up and um you know we wanted to kind of make it into something and then eventually we kind of you know put some strings on it and put some, put some other bits on it and you know we like the idea of the vocal constantly changing you know it starts with one vocal more vocals come in and by the t every sort of line is changing who's singing it you know um and changing your kind of perception of, of what's actually going on in the music Cause I don't wanna wake up any morning without 
Talk of all our dreams All the things we'll do talking about loving in stereo it's the third full-length record from jungle which is out now uh the band is on tour by the way and uh, assuming the world exists on october 29th they'll be playing our area they'll be playing la at the greek theater so we're excited to see you guys over here um okay let's touch on the next uh, couple tracks we've got fire talk about it no rules yeah fires 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 one of the first things that sort of kind of came around and sort of was heralding this sort of new sound for us and it just kind of came about. I remember getting one of these uh, like 
profiler amplifiers you know these like little rack units called a kemper and uh it's like it's just got all you can profile a load of amp sounds and people share all these amp sounds i was like you know this is really cool because you can basically record amp, amp like genuinely decent sounding amplified um sounds without having to like, get you know loads of different amps out and, and mics and stuff and started running some synths through it obviously just kind of fucking about and um i think that we just had this Juno running through it and that little riff came out and it, it was kind of, the whole song was kind of hinged on this sort of break, this cut up break, which, um, yeah, just kind of gave us this whole new tempo and this whole new energy. And, and that song never really was a song. It was always like this instrumental. It, you can't contain that, you know? And I think that, that that's why we love it so much. It's just this, it's got this energy to it. That's not trying to be a song or a pop song, you know? And, um, that then like led into fire, which, um, led into talk about it, sorry, which, again continues that sort of breaking energy and that slightly like faster tempo that jungle really kind of haven't really touched on um you know and it just brought a whole level of energy to the music that's, that's that's really kind of contagious and um we kind of stuck with that like initial break and baseline feel um for a while we talk about it and um once you put the strings on it and had had the group vocals which we recorded at the church in london at paul epworth place it, it sort of started to come alive you know we started to have that energy on it that we've been looking for
Full Album Fridays. Okay, Josh, let's go into, uh, we're on to track nine and 10, No Rules and Truth. Yeah, so No Rules, No Rules is always going to be on there. And um, No Rules is something that kind of got made quite quickly. And it was, wasn't very thought about. It, was, it wasn't really supposed to be a jungle tune. It, I can't even remember making it. It's like you just get in and, and half an hour later, you've got that. And you're just like, okay, sounds good, like it. And then it kind of stayed like that. And I think that those, as again, going back to that idea that like the less you think about it, the better it is. And and, and it's quite confusing because I, I spend a long time, you know, making music and being like, it's got to be the best, you know, you've got to put loads of effort into it. And like, as you kind of get a little bit older, you kind of realize the more kind of expressive approach to it and the less overthought things are, the better they sound. So, you know, no rules is, is sort of about that. And, 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 the lyrics, no rules. It's a bit like, you know, I, I, I definitely have a problem with authority. I definitely have a problem with like, you know, governments and I have a problem with the way the world is run and, uh, and things like that. And I, I feel like we're kind of slipping into a place of like, you know, technology and things kind of just applying the rules, you know, living in a world of AI where like, it's not even people that are applying these sort of boxes to our lives. So it's kind of a little like, you know, anger outburst at that. Um, it's kind of got a little breaky vibe and, and some cool synths on there. It was the first time we started using the, the new Prophet 10, which is a Dave Smith thing, the sequential um, mm. instrument, which is, is a remake of the Prophet 5, but it's got 10, 10 voices in it, so you can do a little bit more with it. And, and that, that was really handy, you know. Getting a, a synthesizer or something, you know, like that, a, a last point in a, in a record, always just like it gives you something. You're like, wow, you plug it in, you're like, whoa, what the hell is this new sound? And then it just inspires you to make new stuff. So. We had that, um, and then Truth was an interesting one. It kind of got made halfway through the record. was definitely not really a jungle song at that point. It was just a song, you know, just to be for the sake of it. <laughs> and, um, you know, I had it lying around, and I played the record to my girlfriend. I didn't have Truth on it. didn't have What You Know About Me on it either at that point. And then she listened to the second half, and it was a little bit more meandering, a bit instrumental. And I think that those two tracks got added last minute to kind of like – give to kind of weigh the second half of the record against the first half of the record and and they're quite kind of they've got high energy those songs you know truth's like definitely a song it's got like that sort of structure to it but truth had this like this youthfulness to it it was like you know normally i'd be like oh jungle you know we can't we don't use we don't use like power chords we don't use like you know distorted guitars and i think that that was just again something that just happened that kind of breaks the rules of what you've set for yourself you know like what jungle is this now? Do you know what I mean? Like, and and, that, and that's what I believe. I believe this record is like, it's an opening that like whatever happens, happens. You don't have to like pigeonhole your own music into what you think it's got to be. You know, it can be anything you want it to be.
Again, Jungle Today on Full Album Fridays, their third full-length, Loving in Stereo, that we're talking through now. Uh, we're on to the last stretch of the album here, so tell us, Josh, about what do you know about me, uh, and maybe Just Fly, Don't Worry. Yeah, what do you know about me? Another one of my favorites. Again, it's just sort of like, I suppose, inspired by that sort of ESG energy, that sort of punky sort of um, avant-funk sort of punk sort of disco energy you know where it's sort of stripped back and it's just it's just the beat the bass line and the vocals and, and i think there's a real power to that and um what do you know about me is another kind of it's a bit of a kind of it's got a passion to that song it's got a bit of aggression to it it's again like questioning like it's, it's a bit like surveillance or like gossip and, and nosiness you know and like the world we live in being a bit like how much how much data have you actually got on me or how, how much do you actually know about me like, what do you know about me um and I think that you know it's 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 definitely a departure from our, our our sound in some way, but again, kind of moving into this new space, which kind of takes us into um, "Just Fly, Don't Worry," which which is a, again another track that happened quite quickly, and uh, it was a track that wasn't supposed. To, it was just a jam, you know. And I, th I think that when we got to the end of making the record. Um, for us, it's just about making music. It's not like, oh, we're making a record and we're working on these songs. I think when we try and do it that way around, it, 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 it's just like you, you try too hard with it. Like Just Fly, Don't Worry is not supposed to be on the record. It's just right at the end of making a record. I just make loads of music, you know, and it's, it's like you have like 200, 300 things sitting around because you just make music on a day-to-day -day and then you go, okay, cool, we're going to put the record out. And then you sit, sit down, you like cycle through the beats and the songs and... Um, you go, well, which ones do we really love? You know, which ones to make us feel amazing? You know, which ones are we proud to show people? You know, you know, if you're like, you're, if you're DJing in a room or you've got your iPod on, it's like, what are you going to play next? And you have to kind of do that with your own music and pick the ones that you, you think have the vibes or make you feel something and just fly is, is, is that exactly. <laughs>
All right, the last two tracks of the record, we've got track 13, Goodbye, My Love, and track 14, Can't Stop the Stars. So tell us about these ones, Josh, and why uh, this closes out your album. Um, yeah, I think, you know, Just Fly, Don't Worry leads you into, you know, it, it calms it down and allows the ballad, you know, Goodbye, My Love, which is a song which Priya Raghu features on, who's a sort of relatively new Swiss Tamil singer who's, who's amazing. She's got an amazingly jazzy tone to her voice and, something again that we wrote in 45 minutes. And, and I think that it was one of those things that's like just happened. Um, it's sort of a song about, you know, obviously leaving somebody or leaving your hometown. It's got a feeling, you know, I think, I think we were kind of channeling the fact that she'd, you know, grown up in Switzerland and, and is now coming to London to start her career. And it's like this kind of, I had this like idyllic sort of like, village in switzerland in the hills and like she would be leaving her mother and father to go off into the world kind of like a fairy tale in some way um and it's kind of got that sort of charm to it and i think we were trying to really trying to channel like a bit of george harrison with with this track it was recorded at um, a place called sleeper sounds in northwest london um studio owned by um guy chambers who kind of wrote some robbie williams stuff and it's written amazing pop stuff in London but he's got a great studio he's got this all these amazingly vintage instruments you know vibraphone harpsichord I've never played actual harpsichord and if you play one of those they're amazing it's like this, this thing that rings it's, it's like a piano but very different um so all those things you know you're in that studio it's like being in a sweet shop you want to capture them all so I'm just running around grabbing takes of all of it on those instruments and like because you know you've got a day in there so and all of those things and then end up staying on the record. So I think, you know, that, and, and then that, you know, for example, the, the, the vibraphone that recorded in that studio, that kind of matched up with Can't Stop the Stars, which is, um, you know, another sort of magic track for us that, that, that centers around that kind of piano, this sort of like modulating, uh, chord progression, which for us, I'm like, what key is this song in? You know, I keep trying to work it out. I, I don't think it is in the key because it kind of, it modulates quite a lot, um, throughout the song, which gives it that kind of, that kind of jazzy sort of magic to it, but it's kind of recorded in sort of an old school kind of sixties, seventies sort of funk way, like um, sort of quite dry drums going through a Neve desk. And um, yeah, it's, it's just got a kind of um, a beauty to it. The song's mostly about like someone in your life, you know, if, if, if you, if, if you're sort of trying to control everything, you're trying to like, you know, get your get your hands or your head around all these kind of emotional topics in your life or trying to control real world events it's like someone in your life going you know you can't control the world you can't control people places or things you know it's like you've got to um you've got to step back and, and let the universe unfold i think that's what can't stop the stars is all about <laughs>
album Fridays. Thank you so much for sharing all that. Again, Josh Josh Lloyd Watson of Jungle Today with their third album, which we absolutely love, and it sounds like they do too, called Loving in Stereo. Really, really appreciate you, man. Um, thank you for taking the time before a show, and I hope you guys have a great gig tonight. Thanks, Todd. I appreciate it, man. Nice to chat to you. Full Album Fridays is a production of KXFM in Laguna Beach, California. Interviewing done by me, Tyler Russell. Booking and promotion done by Alyssa Hayek. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next week on Full Album Fridays.